Welcome to Pardon the Intermission, a podcast that takes a look at movies, TV, and all things entertainment from the past, the present, and the future. Remember to subscribe and like the podcast and give a review. This helps out the podcast and is greatly appreciated. Now on to the show. Yes. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Pardon Intermission. Yeah, I'm Jason. <laughs> and I'm Eric. I almost cut you off there. I know. I, I, well, I, was, I think I kind of jumped on you, too. So, you know, you were... That, this is true. That was a little you unfair. You could have got the signal. I was like, go ahead. And then, you know... And, uh, well, you know, was, we got lost in translation. So yeah, it's there all right. we go. There we go. <laughs> so, hey, look, we have a very interesting show on tap for today, right? Yes, we definitely do. We're, we're going to kind of deviate from the norm here a little bit, people, because you know that we like to give reviews about... Uh, movies and TV shows, and we like to do top 10 lists and everything. But at the same time, we like to talk everything pop culture and entertainment. We Like on our previous episode, we spent the whole time talking about Disney. Well, and this one's going to be a little bit different because we're going to talk about some pros and cons to maybe movie advertising and then we're also maybe going to talk about some other interesting stuff that you haven't heard before <laughs> yes right <laughs> definitely okay good so let's i guess let's get started right well, hey hey why keep, waste why keep them in suspense let's right. go right i already did that well uh the first topic we had yeah. on the on the uh, list was Netflix, yeah. uh, their Wednesday show, right? Yes. Now, th- this was an article that came from uh, comic, uh, or no, sorry, cinemablend.com. Yeah. And uh, the title of it was uh, that uh, the mega hit Wednesday has not been renewed <clears throat> for a second season yet. Can you believe it? I, uh, you know what? After, okay, before reading this article, I would say, no, I cannot believe it. What is, yeah. what is Netflix thinking? But then reading this article, I'm like, wow, this is a pretzel of a mess, man. This has so many twists and turns and left and rights and up and downs. I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah, well, you it, know, you know and, and in the article, what, what basically is going on <laughs> is that like everything else in, in the world of streaming, uh, yeah. companies are buying up other companies, they're merging with other companies. Right. And, the, and this is what leads to problems with intellectual property, with with shows with you know contracts and that's why we are stuck in this conundrum of no second season lit yeah. yet uh, necessarily ready to go for, put it all uh, the public green lit put it all in the public domain that's what i say <laughs> green lit for because here's what's basically happened folks yes, uh, yes. netflix um is basically you know they they had the show originally yeah. uh wednesday yep and uh they're saying basically here in this article that uh because amazon uh has bought mgm they're mm-hmm. in a merger with mgm mgm yeah. was the one that has the rights to wednesday Yes. Well, <clears throat> now since Amazon has uh, is I shouldn't say bought them, they're in a merger. Um, actually, Wednesday may go to Prime and leave mm-hmm. Netflix. That's the reason it's not been lit because they don't know exactly what's going to yep. happen with the show. I mean, there's not just yep. this show; there's other shows involved. But yeah. this was obviously a mega hit, and it was a mega hit <clears throat> for Netflix. Right. I'm sure they don't want to lose it. Right. But uh, now they might, you know. Well, yeah, this has caused this has caused quite a conundrum because what this basically amounts to is one gigantic financial tug of war here. I mean, Netflix is a show I mean Wednesday is a show produced by Netflix, but wait a minute now, because Amazon Prime um, because Amazon Prime, uh, well, actually, uh, to, to go back, Netflix did not produce me. it. They, they did didn't. not. So what happened is that MGM did Studios, MGM? it was an MGM okay. property, okay. and Netflix bought it. I stand corrected. To put it on to put it on their network. Okay. 
Um, so, you know, it's funny because I thought it was, uh, originally I thought it was a Netflix I thought it was too. too. I thought it was a Netflix original uh, pro- yeah. product as well. Yeah. So, Interesting. But that's what's causing the problem is that the rights belong to MGM. Okay. And so they're not quite sure where it's going to go. Uh-huh. I think it's really sad because, man, this was a great show. This is one of the better shows that has been released within the last year. Yes, you know, for yes. sure. I mean, by far. <clears throat> oh, yeah. And yeah. and now it's <clears throat> kind of up in the air. I mean, I'm sure it will be made. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And for, you know, for some people it may not be an issue because they have both Netflix and Prime. <clears throat> I mean, a lot of people do have Amazon and they have Prime with it anyway. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but uh, it could cause some problems. I mean, you know, if, if all of a sudden if you do have Netflix, you don't have Prime. And then, you yeah. know, this goes to Prime. It's like, well, I guess I got to buy Prime. I mean, it's good for Prime. But, you know, here we are. Here we are again, spending a lot of money mm-hmm. on streaming services. You know that that cable actually had all in a bundle. That you know, I mean, you know, it kind of it's kind of silly, isn't it? It's kind of silly. It, it kind of goes goes back to this because <laughs> yes. we see this tug of war with with a lot of these companies that are doing mergers. Uh, HBO, yes. we'll get to them later, but you know they've had their issues with with Discovery Plus and all their mergers and. Yeah. Um, you know, it, this is causing a lot of problems across the board here. It's causing a lot of problems across the board. And what makes this one, I think, so unique is that um, this is going to affect current Amazon Prime programming. Mm. Uh, I'll admit that I, I watch Prime, but not as much as Netflix. And really, the only shows or original content that I've watched on Prime are uh, the Lord of the Rings series, The Rings of Power. And then there is a series called The Wheel of Time, which is based off of a popular fantasy novel series written by an author named Robert Jordan. I've watched that mm. as well. And there's been some other older uh, shows that have been on there that I've streamed, like, for example, yeah. uh, I think Dexter's been on there, which was originally a Showtime product. And then I've also watched, um, what was the one with that actor, actor Titus Welliver? Um, mm. It was Bosch. That's what oh, it okay. is. So Bosch was a popular show on there that I watched a little bit too. I didn't personally like it, but it was popular. So it makes me wonder, Eric, that if this ends up jumping ship and going from Netflix to Amazon Prime, how is this going to affect some of those other popular streaming shows that people are watching on Prime, like the Lord of the Rings series and mm. the Wheel of Time and some of the other ones? I don't know if it will affect <clears throat> it, though. I mean, I don't think it will affect it in a bad way. You? True. Well, I, you know, you're right, because it's not like they have to worry about a time slot, right? The, the thing, the gripe I have with Prime and, and why I really don't use Prime a lot is because, you know, you're on there and you, you still have to, you don't get all your content with Prime. You have Correct. To, to rent or buy certain yep. movies on Prime. And to me, that's a big turnoff. I mean, if I'm paying a, a fee, and I know, I know with Prime, it, it's included with... Uh, you know, you get the, the shipping, the two-day shipping, and you get the other perks, you get the music, you know, but but like everything else, you know, they tier all this stuff where you don't get full unlimited yeah. uh, Prime music, you get just a portion of, yeah. of Amazon music. Um, so same thing with, with the <clears throat> video. And so I, to be honest, I really don't use Prime mm-hmm. that much when I'm watching. I use more Netflix. Yeah, I no, I'm I'm in the same boat you are. And you know, in fact, I was perusing Prime last night looking for something to watch just out of curiosity, and I see all these popular movies on there, you know, like Jurassic World Dominion and, you know, mm. Top Gun Maverick. And I noticed that right on Prime there on their homepage, you can't watch those 
unless you get a subscription to Stars or you get a subscription to Paramount Are you Plus. Serious? I'm serious. Now you can still stream those movies on Prime, but even if you don't get the subscription, you have to go in and individually pay for them. So for example, if I just wanted to watch it on Amazon without getting a, a Stars subscription and I wanted to watch Top Gun Maverick, I would have to go in and pay 850 or 1050 or however much yeah, they charge to rent just to rent to buy and watch it. the movie. Well, here's the other thing too with Prime it's confusing is that is exactly what you're talking about. Now, I think that that's actually a service and I don't know if that's a service that they've contracted with or if that's actually in Amazon. But if you're looking for a movie, it's this whole thing where if you're mm -hmm. looking for a movie and they don't have it on their service, they help you find it somewhere else. Yep. But when you're, but at, it is very confusing because I've done that too. Where I'm like, oh look, it's on, it's on Amazon. I can watch it, and then I go there and the same thing. It's like I got to buy a star <clears throat> subscription. Wait, what, what's going on well, here? I think the reason why that is, Eric, is because they have partnerships with those uh, companies, Stars and Epic, and other some of the other popular movie channels where. If Amazon Prime customers pay for those channel subscriptions like Showtime, Stars, through Amazon Prime, then Prime gets a, a 25 or 35% uh, cut okay. of the movie when it's streamed on the subscription network side of things. So what I'm saying is, yeah. let's say you don't have Stars. You want to watch Top Gun Maverick, but you pay you can't watch it unless you pay for the Star subscription through Amazon Prime. Well, when you sign up for Stars through Amazon Prime, they keep track of they that. They get a, they get a cut of that. And they get a cut of however much you pay to watch the movie. So mm -hmm. even if you're only paying 550 to watch Top Gun Maverick on Stars, Amazon Prime is entitled to a cut of that because they have paid Stars to say, "Hey, We'll carry your platform on our platform to promote yeah. you guys. So it's basically a, a uh, you scratch my back, I'll scratch your back scenario. Yeah, I mean, and and yeah. for me, here's here's the only thing I do. I, I scroll down to uh, you know included with Prime, and yeah. that's what I look for because. Yeah. But that's me what's too. frustrating is because you know you'll find the movie. Um, and like I say, it's like all this, oh, Greg, there's the movie. Oh, I got to pay for it. Now, yeah. luckily, I, I do have Roku. And what's good about that is yep. that I can search on Roku and it'll tell me where I can get it and how and if I have to pay for it, if I have to rent it or if I have to have a subscription for it. Yep. So at least that does help. But yeah. So I, I don't think it necessarily will. The, the thing that, that upsets me about this is just the fact that they haven't come to any decision yet on this. You know, I'm tired of, of waiting for these doggone shows. You know, you're waiting. Like, it happened with Game of Thrones. Started with Game of Thrones. You right, would wait right. two years for a second season, you know? Now, with Wednesday, I mean, I don't see it to be that technical. I mean, yeah. so they could probably pop out another season fairly quickly here. And now it's going to be, you know, they're going to drag it on because of this whole merger thing. So that's that's the thing that really upsets me about it. It's like, mm -hmm. it was a great show. We watched it as a family. We loved it. And then now, all of a sudden, it's up in limbo. You know, and if and it probably and it will get made because it was so popular. Yeah. But we do have both streaming <clears throat> services, and that's not an issue for me. But the issue is how long now? How long are we going to have to wait for a second season now because of this? Yeah, especially when the show is at the apex of its popularity right now, and the longer it goes without any type of announcement of when the second season is going to come out, if there will be one at all then that popularity starts to decrease and people start waning away from it. And then they get to look forward to other popular Netflix shows coming out like Cobra Kai and, um, you know, The Crown and some of the other popular shows mm, that are on yeah. there. So, so yeah, in a way, this is kind of a um, – they're kind of shooting themselves on the foot by not uh, being a little bit more um, conscientious of how this will affect their viewership. Yeah, well, and, and it's all, I'm sure they all have to get down in the, in the weeds and the details and work it all out, right? Because with these yep. mergers, but that's the problem yep. with these mergers is that they just, they yep. cause a lot of problem for the for the uh, mm -hmm. uh, properties. Yes, they um, do. Also, uh, speaking of Netflix, though, you had you had uh, uh, 
sent a story here in about uh, yeah. password sharing. What's going on with that? Ah, yes. Okay, so we've all heard about this over the last couple of years or so. We know that Netflix has been very outspoken about how they're trying to bring a clamp down on password sharing. Threatening, right? Threatening, yeah. So for those of you who don't know what password (laughs) sharing is, it's basically where one person, and it can be anybody, family, friend, your dog, your cat, whatever, they open up an account to Netflix and they pay for whatever type of subscription tier that they're going to pay for. And they share their password with fellow family and friends. So their fellow family and friends can't feel the financial pinch from Netflix as well. Well, Netflix has caught on to that, okay? Mm. At first, it kind of slid under the radar a little bit, but once they started losing... Well, because... because Sorry to interrupt you, but because of yeah, COVID, right? I mean, right. They, were, yep. they were flushing money because everybody was... A lot of people were subscribing. I mean, it yep. jumped up dramatically. And yep. then, yeah, just, just where you were yep. going with that because of, of that dropped off now after yeah. the pandemic... Um, now they're losing money. They lost a ton of money. They did. And the article, as a company. Yeah, and the article that I, f- I found says that, you know, Netflix has known about this for a long time, that it's affected its profits, but an uptick in subscriptions in 2020, hello, when did the height mm. of the pandemic happen? 2020, yeah. thank you, allowed the company to avoid addressing it. It makes a lot of sense there. We'll explain, I'll explain about that a little bit. And with revenue falling this year and Netflix's first subscriber loss in 10 years, Netflix CEO Reed Hastings stated that basically it was time to act on the issue. So starting in early 2023, Netflix is going to ask people who share accounts with others outside of their household to pay to do so. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how the heck they're going to track that, Eric. I well, really wish I'll, I I'll tell you how they're going to do it because <clears throat> it's in this article. Uh, they're going okay. to charge around $3. At least that's the price they threw out here. Okay. But they're saying that the uh, Netflix will enforce this uh, password <clears throat> sharing rules through IP addresses, device IDs, ah, and account activity okay. to keep uh, from alienating customers. They're saying to keep from alienating customers, but no, it's to keep customers from using their service without their permission. Wait, 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 wait. Can you say that again, please? Because I'm confused. You just lost me now. Isn't he talking about alienating customers anyway by saying we're not going to allow password sharing anymore? Well, yes, but they're putting it in a very PC terms, right? Put, you know, here, so it's not so, it doesn't sound so bad, right? It, uh, my head's spinning twice as fast. It, it's kind of it's kind of like saying, right, we're raising the prices <laughs> right. so that you can get better service. It's, it's the same thing. We're going <clears> to, <throat> you know, okay, we're going to, yeah track you so that we're going to enforce it to keep from alienating you yeah it doesn't make sense but they're trying to be nice about it but you know i don't have a problem with this in the sense of that i mean they're a business they can do what they want i Mm -hmm. to be honest i was shocked that they let people do this for as long as they have to be honest um, I don't think any other uh, streaming service lets you do this lets you do any kind of password sharing as a matter of fact i know hbo hulu Hulu does? I password share with Hulu. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> I just let out a big secret. Okay, sorry, I'm not a, clean, a squeaky clean boy, but yeah, I password share with Hulu. Um, well, that's well, that's. I mean, that's good if Hulu lets lets people do that. Um, yeah. As far as this, I mean, I was going to say HBO Max. I know you. You know, you can't be like if you're out of the region, they won't let you log on because they think you're out of. Like a lot of people will use a uh, 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 what's it called so the, when you're surfing the internet and you have a oh what's that thing called? It's, it's called geofencing. 
No, no. Well, geofencing, yes. The term you're talking about as far as them tracking you tracking where you're you, at. Yes. But you know what? What I was talking <clears throat> about. You know how a lot of people will use uh, uh, services that will mask your IP where it looks like it's coming from a different location. Oh yeah, you're talking about a uh, like, not not a VIN, but you're talking about a VPN. Yeah, VPN. A yeah, VPN. V- a VPN, a protected VPN. Yep. And so <laughs> you know, I know that I've had that in the past too. And like when I've had it on, and it thinks that I'm in you know <clears throat> uh, sh- Sweden, Sweden or whatever. You know? Sweden. Would I'm you in like Stockholm. <laughs> I'm from Stockholm or something. It's like all of a sudden HBO is like, uh, sorry, buddy, you can't get on here because you're, you know. So I have to, I have to unmask it so that right, they see right. that I'm in the right location. And you're yeah. right, geofencing is essentially what it is. And that, yeah, that's how they're going to track all this. It sounds like it's through geofencing, and where they, where they, they, they spot all the customer usage within a certain mile radius. Like it can yeah. be 50 miles, 100, whatever. But so yeah, that, that interesting. Yeah, yeah, interesting. So, yeah, I mean, I look, I, I, I don't know. Ultimately, I mean, you, do you think, I mean, you knew it was coming, knew, right? We knew it was coming. Yeah, yeah, we knew it was too good to be true. Yeah. And it, look, it makes all the sense in the world for them to bypass uh, the enforcement of this because like you just alluded to in 2020, we were forced to stay in our homes. What are we going to do when we're not working? We're not going to read as many books as we are going to watch Netflix, you know? And yeah. so that makes a lot of sense that they would do it. But now... Hello, now that everyone is out back and about and they're not as watching as much TV as they were in 2020, okay, bring it again, it makes sense. And like you just said, Netflix is a business, they have a right to regulate it. And uh, for those who cry foul and say that this is a bad business practice, well, technically it's not. Well, here's what I say, you know, I here, here's what I say. If if you why not they just make it simple and say, "Listen, how many accounts do you want on here and we'll charge per account?" You know, in other words, the first initial one would be, let's just say $15, right? Yeah. Whatever their price is now, $15. And they say, okay, so you want, do you want, let's say you have four members in your family. Okay, well, you want to add three more people on there, Uh then that can use it anytime they want. Then yeah, charge $3 a person and do that. Why not? You know, because at the Uh same time, you know, you, you can say as a family, if I'm a family, like we have three in our family, is it fair for me <clears throat> to have three in my family and pay the same price as somebody who has seven in their family and that are still, and, and that are watching, the, getting the same service, yeah. right? I mean, I don't care myself as a person, but as a business, I could see where it's like, okay, you know, you're, you're streaming for seven people over here and you're streaming for three. That's not quite fair for the business. I mean, that's a lot of, you got to understand, I mean, not only is the content they're trying to make money on, but it's also the servers and and everything else they have to pay for yep. uh, to get that service to you, right? Yeah. So there, there's a lot of cost involved. So yeah. and and this comes on the heels of Netflix recently raising uh, their their premium service subscription fee again too. Yeah. They re- they just raised their subscription fee by another dollar seventy five during the pandemic. I think right when it first started in 2019 or early 2020. So Netflix is still uh, a lot of customers are still kind of furious about that too. So. Um, well, yeah. you know, and like we've talked about uh, many times, and we keep bringing it up, is that, you know, streaming service, talking about it earlier, streaming services, unfortunately, I mean, this is getting as expensive as cable. It was really fun in the beginning yep. when it was cheap and they were trying, everybody was trying to get customers. But now that the customer base is kind of leveled out yep. and, uh, you know, it's probably going to be, which we're going to get in this, in this story next with HBO Max, it's probably going to be around 15, 16 bucks per service now. Uh, ad-free service. Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, there was another story here about HBO and and just doing that. Right. Mm-hmm. They are uh, raising their prices again. 
Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I've so, already noticed that on my bill. Yeah. Yep. So basically, I think they're going up a dollar. Is that what it was? Yeah. So HBO Max has announced that they are increasing the uh, price of their subscription service. It's going to increase from fourteen ninety nine to fifteen ninety nine. Now that's based on two different types of packages. That price increase will take effect on the no ad monthly subscription. Yeah. So those who aren't paying the no ad monthly subscription um, aren't being affected by this yet. And I stress the word yet. I'm pretty sure a price increase for them is just right around the corner as well. Oh yeah. It's a symbiotic circle. What affects one affects the other. But again, this comes their HBO max's decision. Uh, This by the way is a 7% increase for their existing customers who are currently paying 1499 a month like me. And mm. uh, I already got an email from HBO Max yesterday informing me of my price increase. Wow. So, yeah, this comes on the heels of HBO Max um, kind of taking a couple of black eyes as well. I think um, they, they've had some issues with their, with their platform. I think you brought up the Discovery Plus package that they had, how that yeah. really kind of was just like one big Jenga puzzle that came out and just went, just crumbled down really bad. And how many movies <coughs> and, and shows, you know, and this is the thing too, you know, there was a bunch of shows, which I did not know mm-hmm. that they have canceled. They've canceled a yep. lot and they've gotten rid of a lot of content. Westworld was canceled. Well, that's not a big loss, but sorry. true, you're right. That might they might be able to recoup any of that if I remember. Uh, unfortunately, right. I think Westworld after season, and we can get into that later. After this, the, maybe the second, but I'd say definitely the first season was pretty much done anyway. But but there's another show that I like to watch uh, that I recently got into called Raised by Wolves. It was a new show on Netflix that they had two seasons, I think, two or three, two, I think. Yeah. And yeah. um and I was looking forward, and we go back to the same problem. I was looking forward to a new season, but these seasons and with the, the they put a great quality product a lot times with these shows going mm-hmm. back to game of thrones but yeah. it's it takes so long for them to shoot and edit and get these shows out that you know you're waiting two years and in yeah. that time now the show that i like got canceled uh yeah. because they want to save money so yeah. um yeah i yeah it is gonna go up it is gonna go up. i think they say the uh ad f- the ad platform is nine ninety nine a month right now? Yes, correct. The ad supported plan, and um, you know, but that's more than half. Uh, that would be, I mean, you know, tell you the truth, I thought it used to be seven ninety nine. Yeah, I think or it was six ninety nine. Uh, maybe they already raised the price on that. I didn't realize I was paying because I, I have the ad one, so I didn't realize I was paying nine ninety nine a month. Oh, for that. now you do. Now that I'm like, uh, I might be canceling that one. <laughs> See, I've been paying the non ad one because that's so. more. That's like sixty percent of the original of of the price for the non ad. I mean, that's yes. that's over half of what so already yep so if they bump that up i mean it's oh my gosh it's like what the heck and i would not be surprised i would not be surprised if it incrementally increases in another two years Mm. well yeah keep hiking up don't you don't you see though there has to be a ceiling to this stuff i agree eric i totally agree there has to be a ceiling for all of these different studios and all of these different providers where they just have to finally stop and cap it off and say, okay, we have raised prices on our subscribers as much as we can. Yeah. This ultimately was what partially what led to the demise of, of regular network cable. We got so sick and tired of paying an exorbitant price for cable TV when we were only watching less than a third of it. Yeah. I remember when I paid when I was a direct TV customer, I paid over uh, $185 a month to only watch maybe a dozen channels, if that. Mm. And none of them were local television channels tied into the package. And I mm. got I cut the cord 
because there was more flexibility financially and uh, from a um, a selection standpoint with on-air streaming. Yeah. But now, like you said, this is going to eventually, I think, I hope it doesn't happen, it's going to get to the point now where people are going to start, instead of cutting the cord, they're going to start canceling the streaming. And they're going to start saying, look, because yeah. my belief in my perfect world, and I don't know how much time we have. No, we got plenty of time. Okay, Go ahead. My belief in my perfect world is this, and I don't know if it would make a good, um, I don't know if it would make a good business model because I'm not a dollars and cents guy. But <clears throat> my belief is, why don't you just wrap all of these packages up in one big gigantic bow and charge one big price for them? Mm. What I mean by that is this. Let's say, for example, that uh, HBO Max, Netflix, Amazon Prime, and Showtime are all in the same package together. And this is hypothetically speaking, folks. Okay. But and then they come at the studio, whoever decides to do that, whether it's the studio, whether it's whatever, they say, okay, we're going to charge you $220 a month for all four of these streaming channels. You can watch any of the content on them ad-free. You don't have to pay a single additional dollar for them, and we're not going to jack up the price prices on you. I would be more inclined to pay that much money to watch all of the movies on those different platforms mm. wrapped into one package rather than paying $16.99 for HBO Max, $110 a month or a year for Amazon Prime, another $14.99. For, no, it's going up. I think it's, it's going up. Yeah, yeah, it's $120 or $130. $14.99 for Paramount Amazon. Plus because when you think about it, Eric, I know people who have 20 or 30 different streaming services, and they're paying in excess of $300 oh a month gosh. Oh for just gosh. streaming entertainment alone. So when you yeah. think about it, why not wrap all of these up into one big bow and mm. charge one big price for all of them so you can reap the benefits for everything? Now, again, I'm not a dollars and cents guy. I don't know if that would fit into the whole economical uh, price demand and uh, surplus and demand uh, whether that would be a beneficial business model, but <clears throat> I would be well, more inclined to pay a large amount of money for all these different platforms that I can stream rather than paying over $300 for 20 different platforms. Here, here, yeah, and, and I think, <clears throat> see, what, what you're basically talking about essentially is kind of going back to network cable, you know, what you, what yeah. you said, cable <clears throat> TV, essentially. Yeah. And that, that's the way it worked. You know, back then, what you could do is that these networks paid <clears throat> paid paid the companies <clears throat> to do the content, right? Yes. So you didn't have to... So it wasn't basically based on a subscription, a no. subscriber. Right. So essentially, they're looking at us directly to pay for these shows that <clears throat> they want to put on. Yes. Right? And not everybody likes these shows. Not everybody wanna, wants to watch these shows on that thing. But... Right. Point being though is that you know before you can have the networks do it, yeah. and that kind of and they and they had some some of them had ads, and that took the that took the uh, uh, you know we all paid for it in our cable package, but that kind of took a little bit of the uh, uh, weight off of the subscriber directly to pay for this stuff. Now yeah. they're coming to the subscriber directly, which we thought it was a great idea in the beginning, yeah. but now we see that it's not because now they're wanting us to pay all this money, and the problem is is they don't have they don't have to do all this for it to work with them. They have to constantly put out content and good content that's why a lot of those cable channels you said you didn't watch mm -hmm. because they were crap content because they yep. were just throwing shows together i mean just you know with with very low production value just to put stuff up on there yeah. you know and, and 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 also just pointing out really quickly the movie studios affect a lot of this as well because the movie studios give uh, companies like Netflix and Prime the permission to stream their movies on their platforms. Mm -hmm. But they charge Netflix 
an X amount of dollars yes. to um, to host their movies on their platforms. They charge Amazon an arm and a leg to host their movies on their platforms. So a lot of this is the movie studios doing too. Well, well no, but but <clears throat> but at the same time, I will say that yes, that is true. But also, we <clears throat> see like going back to our, our first story with Wednesday on yeah. Netflix. Yeah, we see that with all these mergers, and it's what Disney did too when they bought all that Fox content. Yep, that you know <laughs> they're trying to, to buy up all this content, and so it's not just like it would would have been would be better if they could just have like streaming services and then have these like have HBO and have these other companies come to them and say okay yeah. buy <clears throat> our content but the okay, problem yeah. is is that they're absorbing <clears throat> all these companies and what I'm getting at and I guess I should also put that in in my yeah. uh, little thesis there uh, they're also getting and, and it all goes back down to the subscriber to pay for all that because of the, they've absorbed all these different uh, mm-hmm. channels and, and companies yep. and content creators. <clears throat> yep. You know, so. And especially with inflation being real high, I got to be honest with you, Eric, I can't afford to be spending two or $300 on streaming entertainment. Oh, yeah, and for sure. I have sure. a mortgage to pay for, and I have food, and I have a 12-year-old daughter I'm putting through school. <clears throat> gets pretty pricey. What, what, what's going to end up happening is, is, and it already is, but it's going to be the people are going <coughs> to jump, jump around to these services. With the exception of, I think Amazon's got the only out here because of the fact that people really like the prime where it covers so much stuff and especially the two-day shipping yeah nobody else has that so with the exception of prime i think that people are going to do that which they already are you know they'll get netflix to watch stranger things when that's over they'll get hbo to watch whatever show they want the new uh house of dragons house of the dragon then they then you know and then next time they'll maybe get paramount plus to see the new star star trek episodes um, yep. Yeah, so that that's what's going to end up happening. I don't know. I have no easy solution here. I don't know where it's going to go from here. There is no easy solution. The only people that know it are people who make a hell of a lot more money than we do. <laughs> well, I don't even know if they know it because this stuff, it's kind of like it's going down quick. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this is almost is. like the Titanic and we're like maybe midway. They're rearranging, the boat is they're rearranging deck chairs halfway. on the Titanic now and that band is just getting ready it's to warm starting up. starting to crack in the middle. That's yeah. right. This ship, it can sink, sir. It's a mathematical <laughs> certainty. I guarantee it. <laughs> yeah, right. Great. We've heard that one before. Well, hey, guys, that's Whoa. that's all the time we have for today. But, uh, yes, uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. Please give us five stars. Uh, review the show. It, it uh, definitely helps us out. Subscribe. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your loved ones about us. And unlike HBO Max and Netflix, we're not going to charge you $15.99 to download and stream our program. It's no. free. Is it free? Oh, doggone. I think so. I was charging them. I didn't know. Darn you. (laughs) Anyway, we hope you enjoy. Pardon the intermission. Take care. God bless. We'll see you on the flip side. Bye. Take care. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Now, I want you to go check out one of the other best podcasts around. It's called the No Focus Radio Hour. It has comedy and insight from the greatest minds in the know. And how do I know? Well, because I'm part of that great show also. So please go check it out. It's available on all your podcasting apps. The No Focus Radio Hour.